2: Hard as that is to believe. Uh, but we're very excited to be here. You know, I didn't get a chance to say, and I, I'm so remiss, I should have said yesterday when we were here with Dr. Grant Pichet that she and I were able to go to a really special and wonderful event on Sunday. And we want to give a big shout out to everyone over at Special Needs Network, most especially Ariva Martin. For a wonderful event, we went to the Pink Pump Affair, which benefited Special Needs Network, which is an amazing organization that Ariva Martin has uh, created and been moving and shaking. And it was lovely. And when we have Dr. Shabes next back in the studio, we'll make sure to talk about that more. Anyway, just wanted to say thank you to everybody there for the wonderful work that we're doing. And it was really Really a wonderful, wonderful event. I haven't posted pictures yet, but I know we ran into Vanity who about fell over because I was in a very girly, fluffy dress, and she was like, "What's happening here?" I said, "I know. I don't ever get to do that, but it was it was very fun. Everybody was wearing pink. It was outrageous. It was lovely. Um, tr- truly, truly wonderful event. So uh, anyway." We are live right now. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and we are looking forward to your comments throughout this big show that we have planned here today. So feel free to start writing in if you're watching us live. If you are interested in watching us when we're not live, then you have the opportunity to do that. This show will podcast on all pop, pod, uh, uh, pod. yes, that too on all podcasts. Platforms uh, later on today, more than likely, and we hope that you will check us out there. We hope that you will like us, share us, uh, all those many things that there are because our mission here is to provide information and inspiration. That's really all we're about. We've mentioned to you guys in the last year, we struck out on our own. We're now part of the Autism Network. You, when you listen to us in podcast, you're going to be hearing more commercials. That's so that we can keep the lights on. We hope that you'll support us through that. We do have a way that's coming up for you that you can opt out of that so that you can listen without ads. There will be a small cost associated with that. But we want to make sure that we keep the information in a free format for people who need it in a free format, because I would have when I was a mom and early intervention with my son. So, um, but we do have to keep the lights on. So please acknowledge our sponsors and like us and share us and review us and so on and so forth. In fact, if you're watching this and there's anything on this show that's of value to you, I would love it if you could share it with two other people because that's really how we stay on the air let me tell you a little bit about today's show because there's a lot of stuff that's going to be happening first we're going to hit jargon of the day which i and by the way traven's reminding me to remind you to subscribe uh on youtube um but uh we're going to have jargon of the day then we're going to have a couple of news stories hi huma from pakistan so thrilled that you're here then we are going to have um Did I say two news stories? I've lost my train of thought already. But then we are going to have two amazing guests that are going to be with us. We're going to be joined by Nava Paskowitz-Asner, an amazing warrior mama. Uh, Love her so much. And we're also going to be joined by Milo Nichols. Now, we were originally scheduled to have Matt Asner, and you know he's one of my favorite people too. Um, But he got called away for something really important, and Um, that we agreed was really important. And so Milo is gonna be filling those are some tough shoes to fill. But Milo's pretty fabulous. So that's gonna be really wonderful. They're gonna be talking with us about the Ed Asner poker tournament that's coming up in just a couple of weeks. Lots of celebrities. I think there's still an opportunity if you want to attend that you can and I always say to people if you're really if you're coming to Los Angeles and you want to meet some celebrities, that's the event to go to. That is the event where you're sitting at the tables with them. You're you know hanging out at you know at the food uh thing with them it's it's where you meet the celebrities if you really like there's lots of events that you go to you're not gonna have an opportunity to meet the celebrities because that's just not the name of the game but if you want to meet celebrities this is the one to go to and it's for a great cause so we'll talk about who's coming and why you should come uh and why you should support and why you should take a look at the auction items because they have some good stuff but um we're also going to talk about what else is happening at the Ed Asner Center. They've got some enrichment classes that are starting that are really amazing. Uh, they've got a, uh, a new thing for adults uh, that I'm not going to give too much away because I'm going to let Nava talk to you about that. So, and they've got Camp Ed coming up. So all really exciting stuff. We're going to be talking with them live. That will be coming up in a few minutes. Before that, though, uh, let me remind you that we do want you to be writing in, and you can write in on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and I can see it right here on my screen, just like Huma, who just wrote in. So uh, please interact, because that's my favorite thing, is when I get to have a conversation with you guys. Uh, But let's launch into the jargon of the day, (laughs) because this is one of the things you guys tell me that you really appreciate, that this helps some of you, and I'm glad about that. So... Today, we're going to be using a jargon term that, um, it's an it's an ABA jargon term, and I know everybody loses their mind when I say ABA. I want to remind you that ABA is a teaching technique, and there are lots of different ways to use a t- teaching technique, and there's a way to use it wrong. So we're about teaching people how to use these teaching techniques correctly. Uh, I imagine that chaining, when you hear this, you go, chaining, I, I don't really know what that means. Uh, But it sounds like we're going to chain somebody to the wall. No, that is not (laughs) what we're talking about. When we do jargon of the day, by the way, first we give you the actual definition often, maybe today. I will make fun of the actual definition. Then we give you a working definition, and then I try to give it to you in context about why this might be important and how you can use it. Because you know me, and my my real mission on a daily basis is to save you five minutes and five dollars. If I can do that... And this will save you more than that. Uh, I love chaining. It's so super awesome. I'll tell you why in a second. Okay, so let's take a look at our actual definition, let the fun begin. It's a long one. And I needed binoculars probably to see it. Uh, Okay, chaining, a procedure for teaching behavior. Oops, it went away. Uh, our our machine is sticking today. A procedure for teaching behavior chains where initially the teacher completes... No, it's coming back again. It's like a mystery. Here we go. Uh, initially, the teacher competes, completes all the steps in the chain except for the first or last step, which is completed by the child or the individual, because you can do this with an adult, right? Forward chaining involves completing the first step Backward chaining involves starting with the completion of the last step. The child or individual receives reinforcement once the chain is completed. When the child shows competence in completing the first or last step in the chain, the teacher performs all but the mastered step and the next step in the chain and so on until the child individual is completing the entire behavior chain independently. All right. It's not the most difficult one, but I really don't like this definition. And I'll tell you why I don't like this definition, because I, I, I don't like the fact that it says the child receives reinforcement once the chain is completed, which is very confusing if you are a novice doing this. So uh, let's move on to where – that's not making that much fun of it. But, you know, it it also makes it, like, dry, like a stick in Texas dry. And I don't think that this is a subject that we should be dry about. This is, uh, like, you know, the golden (laughs) path. To teaching somebody something that is many steps and is complicated. And almost everything in life is many steps and complicated. So I love chaining and this makes it sound like. mm, 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 uh, So let's throw this definition out. Let's throw it into the ocean and try the working definition. Chaining, a procedure for teaching a behavior sequence where the child masters one step at a time while the teacher completes the remaining unknown steps in the chi- until the child has mastered all the steps in the chain and is, completely, is completing the whole sequence independently. Still, yawn. Like, this is a yawn. Um, but let's, let's see if we can't tear this down and build it back up. Think about what would you like to learn? Not even talking about our kids or our teens or our adults. What would you like to learn how to do? Do you want to learn how to ski? Do you want to learn how to crochet? I want to learn Tai Chi. This morning I had that moment. I had this epiphany. I was like, I've been talking about this forever. I've wanted to learn Tai Chi since I was in my 20s. I'm going to take a Tai Chi class, right? Now, Tai Chi is this thing where you do these multiple steps, right? And I've learned tai chi like the first two steps before but i've never been able to do the whole tai chi thing and anytime i see in a movie somebody's running through a park and there's a group of old people who are doing tai chi and i go ah i need to learn how to do that right but i'll tell you something i never get past the first step why is that (laughs) why is that why don't i get past the first step It's not that it's so hard. It's not that I'm physically incapable of doing Tai Chi. Why have I not achieved my goal of learning Tai Chi? You know why? Because I haven't had a good enough teacher who understood chaining. And what chaining says is this is a long, long thing that you're going to need to learn. I'm not going to try to teach you the whole thing all at once, but I'm also not going to deny you the result that comes when you're able to do the whole thing. Right? So... You know, what there's, they start out doing chaining, which is that they're going to teach me one action at a time. And, like, I, I know there's, like, the one, the bird in the cage, and you, whatever. Um, right? But then that's all I learn how to do, and I don't learn the whole of Tai Chi. So let me put it in a, in a way that something uh, – let me use a really good example. When you're trying to teach someone how to put their own shirt on, um, there are many steps to putting your shirt on, Right? and if our child is not successful in doing it we can cause something that is akin to trauma or trauma right that if the child gets it on their head but doesn't know how to poke their head through the hole sometimes kids get caught in their shirt and it's scary that's a scary little moment right so we don't want that to happen but we want them to we want them to feel the pride of being able to put their own shirt on and the autonomy of being able to wear your own shirt, right? So the first thing in chaining is that we, the teacher, have to do a task analysis on it and go, okay, here are the steps. And by the way, this is a place where there's so much research. Do you know how many research studies they've done on how many steps it takes to tie your shoes? It's, it's like building a better mousetrap. They keep trying to get it to fewer and fewer steps so that kids can do it easier. And what's the best way to use when people are having trouble with hand-eye coordination or just with muscle awareness right so back to putting on the shirt there's no definitive this is what the task analysis is but you know you can go through and say okay first uh you lay the shirt out on the bed right so when uh there was a period of time when i was taking the rbt training online the registered behavior technician training and there was a part in the video where they talked about chaining with a shirt. And it blew my mind because they were saying, okay, so first we lay the shirt out on the bed. The second thing is is that we take our fingers and we scrunch from the bottom to the, the neck of the shirt so that at least on one side of the shirt we're holding that and it's scrunched together as small as it can possibly be. Then the third step is we take and we pull that quickly over our head. Fourth step, one arm in, you know, other arm in, and then pull the shirt down. This was the task analysis that they were talking about on the thing and my head exploded because I was like oh that's what I've been getting wrong with my son I have been missing the step where you scrunch up because that's not an easy step to do and I I wasn't thinking about it that that's how you do it so that you're not stuck in the shirt right okay and I was explaining this to a person in my family who was trying to teach their child how to put the shirt on and I was saying this blows and she went what that's the step I've been missing. So first of all, chaining requires you to do that task analysis, which often is very helpful because you see what it is that you're missing teaching. But now you're ready to teach. And this example says to us that we start at the beginning or the end. Okay, I'm not a purist. If it's easier to start in the middle, I'm all about that. But what I love about chaining is, is that it says we're only going to teach one of the task analysis steps at, at a time and the rest of the steps we're gonna do for the individual so that they get to the success of having the shirt on, right? So it might be that we just say to the child or the teen or the adult, because we could be teaching this to anybody of any age, right? Um, First step is we're gonna lay the shirt out on the bed and, and we'll have them do it, yay! And they get a reinforcer for that and that's wonderful. And then I'm gonna talk through the rest of the steps and I say, okay, now we're gonna scrunch the shirt up And now we're going to put it over your head. Good job. And now you're going to put one arm in. Now you put the other arm in. And then we're going to pull it down. But I've done all of it except for the first part, which they got a reinforcer. So here's what's key about chaining. We don't overwhelm them, but we let them get to the completion of the thing, which is awesome, right? Right? And we reward them for having to done the one step, but they, we also talk them through the rest and are kind to them and teaching them and in a way that's positive and wonderful. Obviously, you know, the level of excitement that you bring to you, put your arm through the sleeve for a three-year-old is different than if it's a 15-year-old, right? I expect all of us to have the discretion to know that, right? So, but, but here's the thing. Then we don't leave it that way. Then, then chaining, pure chaining says you would go to the next step, And then you would work on that so that first they would lay the shirt out, and then they would be scrunching up the thing, and then you would do the rest of it. And I'm not a purist, so I say, you know, often I leave the hardest step, which is the scrunching up, till the last, right? Um, And and, So I might do the first one, and I might do the last one, and do everything in between. That's me, not a purist. Um, But... This is how we put together a sequence so that the child is, is learning and being successful as they go. Think about brushing your teeth. There are so many steps to brushing your teeth. You start with this, the task analysis, and it means that you have to take the tube and unscrew the cap and put it down on the sink and then squeeze it out onto the – I mean, for some kiddos, that's an advanced skill that we – I don't want to work on that right now, Right? Um, but I would still talk to them about, you know, okay, what are we doing first? And, and I would make a visual schedule for me, right? Because we know that that's really effective. But maybe I just want them to work on the scrubbing up and down. I'm not even going to work on the scrubbing side to side or the twirling or, you know, all the different things, right? Or maybe I'm just having them um, spit, and then I'm going to build it out from there. I think sometimes what happens to us as teachers, um, as parents is that we get overwhelmed with that it is so many steps and we feel like we have to do it all at the same time. We don't, we can chain. We, it, I, I like to think of it as like those little popoid um, things that you can put together um, for kids. They're little plastic things and they scrunch up and you pfft them together. That's what it's like. So they've got this one and then once they've got that and we've reinforced that and they've got that mastered, there's no problem, they can do that all on their own. They don't even have to be prompt with that step. Now we have the second one. And we get excited about it and go, look at, you know, how amazing you're doing. And I I really am militant about saying this is for people of absolutely any age. My dad had a stroke at the age of, I don't know, like 52. And he had to relearn a lot of things. And they absolutely used this technique with him because, um, you know, he would get overwhelmed. And he wanted to learn to do things again, but they didn't want to overwhelm him when my mother taught me crocheting, she, she didn't like all in one sitting say, okay, this is how we're going to, you know, we didn't do it that way. Right. She taught me one little thing and then she would do the thing and then she would hand it back to me so that I could get, cause I would get overwhelmed and I'd be like, I can't do that. I don't see what you're doing. So she would let me have a success moment. That's chaining. You give them a success mo- moment and then then you build, 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 until eventually they have the whole skill themselves. It's brilliant, and there is no berating. Um, it's, this is an esteem builder. If you're trying to teach somebody, it helps them to feel independent. It helps them to be able to get the thing. I need a Tai Chi teacher can chain for me that's all i'm saying okay all right that's our jargon today quickly i got to move on because i took too long i got to move into our news stories of the day because we've got our two guests waiting in the the wings here um our first study today comes um i think this was and of course i didn't write down i think this was from a news outlet called the jewish times is that correct traven i think that's what it was called uh uh But there is a new Israeli study that reveals a potential method for reducing symptoms of autism. I know. Hold on. I'm going to get there. Okay. So in this study, what they have discovered is that there is a link between levels of nitric oxide in the brain and um, the way mice react in autism-like behaviors. Now, I know it's a mouse study, and we all go, okay, it's a mouse study. But uh, this is the way it starts, that they do these studies on, on certain animals that have traits that are similar to autism, mice and tigerfish, um, that's a whole other conversation, uh, tend to respond like humans with autism-like behaviors. And there has we have seen that certain medicines that, that are used will have the same response. So I don't understand why, but... Uh, researchers from the Hebrew University of Jerusalem have seen that the, the level of nitrous oxide in the brain uh, it is directly uh, related to certain autism-like behaviors. And those behaviors tend to be those ritualistic and repetitive behaviors. Um, Behaviors that like, and, and also anxiety, which I think that's a function of anxiety, um, but also certain social behaviors as well, and being willing to be exposed to new stimuli. That if you have a high level of nitrous oxide in your brain, you will exhibit more of those behaviors anxiety, restrictive and repetitive behaviors, um, being fearful of and not willing to try new things, and being less socially successful and that when the the nitrous oxide in the brain is reduced that those behaviors are less prevalent. That's kind of huge if you start to think about it. So um, in any case, um, they are very hopeful about this. Uh, one of the researchers says, "I'm hopeful that with our new understanding of nitrous oxide mechanism, we can begin to develop therapeutic drugs and help millions of children and adults living with autism around the world." Listen, if it helps to resu- re- reduce anxiety and that that res- that restrictive and repetitive sequence that is really based in anxiety, I think we'd all be very interested, right? Um, they also talk about uh, that it decreases. If the decrease in nitrous oxide levels led to significant improvement in neuronal indices, and I looked that up, and apparently it is the way that your brain communicates with other parts of your brain, that you have more ability to do that if there is less nitric Nitric, nitric I can't even talk today. Nitric oxide, I can't say it. Uh, any case, very interesting. They are also saying that the discovery also has implications on ties between nitrous oxide and other neurological diseases, such as Alzheimer's, psychiatric diseases, including schizophrenia, and bipolar disorder. We'll look for more information about that. Thank you, Israel, for that. Uh, now we're going to go to an Australian. Uh, So U.S. News and World Report uh, had an article, and I got to see this the other day. Hannah Gadsby has a new special out on Netflix, and it is called A Love Letter. If you are a fan of Hannah Gadsby, then you know she is a wonderful stand-up comedian who has pushed the boundaries of what stand-up comedy is. She's done other um, specials on Netflix, Nanette and Douglas in particular that upended the world of comedy because she was very serious and you know, it's like being taken to school in a brilliant way. I was reduced to a puddle after seeing Nanette. Uh, but she starts this special and it was a bit of a, a gut punch when you if you saw Nanette, I really encourage you to watch Nanette. Um, but you come expecting if you know her and you know she's very funny you expect this comedy show and then it got very serious very quickly and she does identify as being a person with an autism spectrum diagnosis by the way um diagnosed as an adult but um she starts out this special and she says this is going to be good it's it's all going to be good it's not going to be bad um, this is all going to be happy because it's a love letter to her wife. It is hilarious. It is heartwarming. I really encourage people to watch it. Um, and I also think, you know, we've asked Hannah Gadsby to be on the show before, just so you guys know. And I don't, you know, I what we've heard back from her team is that this is not really her thing. And I get that. We, there's a lot of adults on the spectrum, especially those who are diagnosed later, that um, talking to, a parent is not what they want to do. I hope that in the future she will guest with one of our um, self-advocates on Stories from the Spectrum, because I think that would be much more her thing. So I I hope that she will do that. You know what I need to do? I need to reach out to Alex Blank and say Alex, you need to interview her. That's what needs to happen. Anyway, um, I find her hilarious. I think that it's so amazing if you were a parent and um, you have a child on the spectrum. I think that the things that Hannah says are so illuminating. Um, And I, I'm sure that she's just so clever and that she means for it to be, but it is, it's so uh, even just, she talks about having met. um, Now I can't think what her name is. Jodie Foster. She talks about meeting Jodie Foster and what her reaction was and how she reacts when things happen it's brilliant, it's hilarious, and it will tell you so much about uh, her, but about an experience of seeing things differently that will help you so much. Hey, I'm saying good morning to Anna, obviously Huma, who I said hello to before, Michelle, Susie B., uh, Liliana, and, um, oh, Huma, you want the link for the study? I think, oh, there it is. Traven already did it because Traven is so awesome. There you go. Um, so there you go. You can read the whole thing on your own. All right. We have to, we've run a little late, and I apologize to our guests. we got to let Nava Paskowitz, Asner, and Milo Nichols into the room so that we can be talking with them. Uh, they are joining us, I believe, from the Ed Asner Family Center, which is a, one of the most amazing places on the face of the earth there are very few places that I can go outside my home where I feel at home I feel at home at the center that's saying a great deal are they with us Trayvon okay let's get them in here so that we can say hello to them because there's so much to talk about not the least of which is the Ed Asner Family Center's poker tournament it's the Ed Asner and Friends Poker Tournament that's coming up. There they are. They are, in fact, at the center. Look at you guys. You look all color-coordinated with your background. I love it. Was of that course. I'm, I love the
1: orange. You know me and my orange.
2: But I love the little pop of green on your jacket. It's working for me. Ooh, it's, thank it's, you. It's, it's, like, really wonderful. I, you know, fluorescent, fluorescent is my like,
1: thing. I just love fluorescent, fluorescent.
2: colors. Well, that's because you were an 80s baby, Right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that, that uh, I, think I think because I'm a little browner
1: than most, that I, uh, fluorescent looks better on, on, uh, on us brownies.
2: You know who you look like today? <laughs> <That is fun>. <laughs> <laughs> you look like your mama today. Oh, thank I'm, you. I, thank I, with those glasses, you look like your mama, who was an amazing, amazing lady. Uh, and you honor her every day and all the things that yeah, you i I that's
1: I strive every day every day I strive to do that I love that last um story about Israel you know Israel is uh, it's always you know on the cutting edge of, of yeah. science and finding out amazing things and some of the most incredible autism um, settings like we were just talking to somebody who has a Uh, residential setting in northern Tel Aviv where it's you know that's my dream to create something like that here in California it's amazing what they're doing over there
2: well I believe in you this was your dream to a while ago to have this center and you would talk about it and I was like I hope it comes to pass and there you are sitting in it and helping so many people every day so um, but Milo himself so (laughs) Milo tell them what your your job title is
0: my job title is the director of events and corporate affairs at the adazner family center
2: which is a lot it's a a lot lot. yes and you got a lot going on right
1: now he wears many hats like shannon and um and he keeps keeps the ball rolling (laughs) and especially during times like this where we're right on the cusp of one of our biggest events of the year
2: Plus, you've got a bunch of things starting. We've got a list of things to talk about. So let's, yeah. let's start with talking about the poker tournament, right? Um, cool. So June 3rd, correct? Yes. Tell us this, everything it, that we need to know, Milo.
0: Okay. It starts at 5 p.m. It goes to 10 p.m. And that's not the most important part, but I don't know why I start with that. <laughs> it's on the back lot of Radford Studios. It's going to be on New York Street this year, which is super fun. First time we've done that. Uh, This is like a very cool way to get a ticket for basically all you can eat and drink all night with the celebrities, and you can play poker with them. It's kind of an experience you can't get anywhere in L.A. for that price point, in my opinion. Uh, It's super fun. It's the 11th year we're doing this. You can buy tickets at pokerfored.com, and all the proceeds go to the Ed Asner Family Center, raising funds for neurodivergent kids and adults and their families, um, and I think it's a really, really wonderful event that you want to be a part of. So I think Shannon that. says
1: that every year, and it's so true, is that where can you go in L.A. and pay less than 200 bucks and eat as much as you want, drink as much as you want? You know, one thing about the poker tournament is we don't hold back on the booze. We <laughs> no. don't. We don't hold back on the booze. I just wheeled it uh, in a, a couple minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and and again, we're g- having the amazing Pink's Hot Dogs, who have been very supportive of, of our, our center. Um, they named a hot dog after the late, great Zadie Ed, and um, and they're returning again.
0: Um, well, the cool thing about the hot dog, too, is that that was launched last year. Yeah. They ran it at Pink's for a lo- limited time. And now it's gone. Like they're not going to bring it back onto the menu. So the only time you can get it again, I don't know. Is that know the if poker tournament? Yeah. Oh, how it. awesome! And they might not bring it back next year. So did you my, did yeah. you try one of those? Yeah, I did tried you, two of them.
1: You, you, I don't know if you tried it, Shannon, but it, it was a very very crazy mixture. <laughs> I think there was pastrami and chili, and chili. Yeah, it's heavy oh, duty. Man, that's. Yeah.
2: I'm vegan now so that's not on the table for me but I sat there and watched other people eat it and they moaned they said it was so good. Well um, Matt said that they had vegan option hot dogs. We
0: do and this year better than that is we have salads from Maro's Cafe. Yeah okay. you is talking. Very nice.
1: Maro's Cafe is I've eaten there before it's it was in the old or it's still Fred Siegel, isn't yeah, it?
0: Yeah. I don't know if Fred Siegel's still there, but it's at Crescent Heights in Melrose. Yeah. Really nice, huffy spot. I was a waiter there and can attest there was a lot of celebrities that would eat there. So the okay, food's cool. yummy. A lot so of vegan, a lot of vegetarian
1: choices this year, a lot yep. of vegan choices, um, yummy desserts. But the, be the best part of the poker tournament, in my opinion, is that it's one event where you can have really, really spectacularly famous people just kind of leave their egos at the door and they come and they just have fun they're so down to earth I mean you'll never get an opportunity to have this level of celebrities who are just absolutely real people they they know what we're doing they believe in what we're doing there a lot of them were Ed's friends and they continue coming every year because they so believe in what Matt and I created and and we just are so grateful to them because they do come every year, and they they support, and they really are just like regular people that night. They have yes. fun.
0: And that's the yes. main thing. Everyone just needs a good time. They let and their you, guard down, you, and it's just
2: there party is access city. more than any other event. I always say this: if you if if meeting celebrities is a thing that you want to do, and you want to get a picture, or you want to have a conversation, this is the event that you should come to. It is the only event where you have the level of access to celebrities that you have in LA. So, ridiculously totally. good price point. And you still have a couple of tickets left?
0: So for poker player seats, we are running extremely low on those. So there's like about less than 20 left. I might even – that number might even be high right now. Um, So if you want to just join and eat food and drink and hang out, there's plenty of those tickets left. But if you're trying to get an actual seat at the table, which is the coolest part about it, and try and win the tournament – you gotta buy a ticket like today or yeah, tomorrow. I, so and I gotta say I mean, there are our there are people are filling up. So yeah. I would I would just purchase it quickly because I'm yeah. just gonna pull the plug one day and then that'll be it. Right. So. And, and
1: there are people who get nervous. Mike normally hasn't bought tickets
2: yet, and yeah. so that that probably will take away all the tickets. <laughs> yes.
1: I'm waiting for the clubs.
2: Well, and there are people though who are like, who say I don't. I'm not good at playing poker and under pressure with celebrities. I don't want to. And and I have said to people in the past, let that go. Like, even if you don't know what you're doing, because there are wonderful people at the table, and everybody will help you, it actually will be more of a conversation starter, and and it's for charity, so it's not like you're going to lose your house. Totally. <laughs> you, know, you should. If, if you're worried about that, you should play poker. If you really can't handle the stress of that, you should just buy a ticket to watch, which is fine to be able to do. But you really should play the poker. Like the poker check deserves. it off on your bucket list and go. I'm just going to do it. Uh, but, we, there was a well, friend of mine. Remember did the first?
1: I think it was the first year we were virtual. And Clancy Brown, who is one of my favorite actors of all time, I had the biggest crush on him. I don't care if he hears me say that. Uh, I hope he hears me say that. Actually. It's uh, Matt. Matt that you don't Matt want to love that, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but Clancy had never played before, and he won that year. And he keeps saying, "No, it was, it was just a fluke. I uh, it was a fluke." But he's like hooked. He yeah. comes every year now in person, and he's you know he t- he told them last year that he's coming back to win this year. So yeah. okay, I was, amazing. I was
0: like a celebrity yesterday, and he was like, "I have no idea how to play poker." So yeah. there is yeah. truly no barrier to entry. People sit down to the table and act like goofballs, and if you take it seriously, honestly, that's not even the vibe. So right. I, there's no yeah. stress. It's really fun, and you. The cool thing is about it: you could be sitting at a table with Clancy, and you have no idea. Yeah, right. but there's guaranteed to be a celebrity at your table. Every there table has one.
1: Guaranteed
2: celebrity guaranteed at every table. Maybe
0: two this year because we have like over fifty and yeah, okay. only twenty tables.
2: Now I know that, that, that this is the this is a hot thing that you guys. You sort of you, you tease out what the celebrities are that are going to be there and you, you don't tell us all in one so who can you tell us right now knowing that this is not the because you I know you guys have dates where you release names who do you want to tell so, us we, is coming Milo
0: we're, we're in the correct time and I think we can release uh, our heavy hitters okay. um, we have Tom Arnold who's joining us Love we got Tom. Phil Lamar a voice acting legend yeah. we got uh, I'm trying to think of another person We got Natasha Henstridge coming back once again We I love have it. Maureen McCormick Maureen McCormick from Marsha,
1: D-
2: Marsha, Marsha yeah. We love her
0: um, We have Diedrich Bader who's huge love I him. love
2: Diedrich, he's, he's amazing yeah, Diedrich
0: just Butchered his name That's how No, you, know you said it, it in I authentic did. German authentic. Yes. Do- I'm the one
2: Diedrich. It. Do-
0: um, We have yeah. a couple influencers joining us as well uh, Which will be fun to see them out there We have Jolie Fisher and Francis Fisher Who are coming out Um Stephen is joining us once again. I love him.
1: Gregory Harrison. Yeah, love him.
0: There's there's tons of fun people. It's it's going to be a, a but good... this
1: this is L.A. and everyone comes last minute and there's going to be many 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 more celebrities um, and that that happens every year. It's like you know people just walk in that we didn't expect or they come last minute. Um, And every year we have surprises. So I think that this is going to be no exception. And we have an incredible online auction. We have a crazy raffle this year. Um, The raffle itself is worth coming because only people who are coming to the poker tournament get an opportunity for this raffle and the raffle prizes. So, you have to buy a ticket in order to get some of these raffle prizes that are worth thousands of dollars each. Um, and it's for the price of a $20 raffle ticket. So
2: so this is on June 3rd. And as you said, it's at CBS Radford. Just to be on the back lot there, you know, that's where the Mary Tyler Moore show. Uh, well, and Lou Grant was filmed there. So many things that happen there. It's amazing to be on the back lot. Um, and to be in, in one of those huge sound stages for the poker tournament. It's a lovely, lovely evening. I will be there um, and I look forward to seeing those of you who are going to join. But where do they go to buy the tickets, Milo?
0: Pokerfored.com. Or you can just go to our social media channels anywhere at Azure Family Center. Click the link in our bio, take you right there.
1: Poker for Ed.
0: Poker for Ed. Yeah, and this year,
1: actually, this year, Shannon. I'm excited because we're doing it at the New York Street lot. Yeah, we're not doing it at the inside um, soundstage. Uh, soundstage. We're so doing what's... it on New York Street, and a lot of the drinks. I know you're you you're not a big drinker like me. I mean, I'm not a big drinker either. That's what I meant I'm to say. I'm the big drinker. Milo can drink some, for both of us, but on. there are <laughs> some amazing, like kind of New York-inspired drinks happening, um, all with Tito's, of course. Oh, but, and some other um, stuff. We got you know, mezcal. I love, but it's, I love the New York theme. It's so much fun being outside. It's much. It's going to be outdoors the whole thing. Yeah. It's, okay. it's New York Street. It's New York Street. It's incredible. It's incredible, and. It's just f- more festive, I think, and um,
0: and the weather's gonna be perfect. And it's safer. seventy degrees, it's safer
2: if you think about it.
0: It is safer. Do
2: we <laughs> already know the weather for that day? Uh, it's that close. We already know the weather.
0: Oh yeah, I've been checking the weather forecast <laughs> like a madman because if rain was coming, then <laughs> yeah. So we got okay. seventy and sunny from the two weeks Hopefully out. Hopefully not too hot. Good. That's no, the seventy only degrees. Thing. Oh seventy. Oh, 70. I mean, it's oh, a five that would be incredible.
1: Be. Wouldn't that be incredible? It'll One be more amazing. thing
0: about the lot. They're completely redoing it all. There's like a $1 billion project to change. Radford Studios kind of bring it up to the modern era. Uh And that's one of the most historical places you can go to. So also if you want to see it before all that happens. It's it's probably one of the last opportunities. I don't know if they'll start construction before next year so.
2: Okay. Amazing, amazing. So Poker4Ed.com to buy your
1: ticket. And if you want to play and you want to rub. You know, elbow to elbow with Tom Arnold. You better buy your ticket today because we only have a very few player seats left. Yep.
2: And he's a delight, and one and he identifies now as being on the spectrum, which is is oh, I did not know that. He totally is such a nice man. Last year, he drove
1: from San Diego to to come to the event, and he was lamenting to Matt and I that. He had been at uh, the zoo all day or SeaWorld or something with all his kids, and he's like, that's how much I love you guys. I'm going to drive all the way up here from San Diego. Such a sweet man and and really supportive of the center and everything that we do.
2: Absolutely. Okay, so we'll look forward to that. But we have other stuff we have to talk with you about because you've yeah. got some other stuff that's coming up. The next thing that's coming up is the enrichment classes. Talk to us a little bit about uh, what's happening with the enrichment classes. When do they start and who, who's involved and so on and so forth. We have pictures. Yeah.
1: So, so actually um, today we're starting our first spring enrichment And today um, we are starting with a class that we've never done before. And um, I'm very excited about it because I met the young man who's the instructor um, when we were um, working on our day program. And he is an incredible young man. He is a computer expert. He's also uh, um, identifies as being Asperger's. And, you know, he's another, he was the missing link for us. For our um, for our adult program, because he just is absolutely the autism whisperer. The kids love him. He is he makes learning fun, and he is a computer teacher professionally. Um, but we are starting a class that we've never done before. A lot of parents have requested it. It's literally just computer games and. Um, like kind of honing your skills in computer games, so it's there's a fun aspect. Then there's also an instructional aspect where Jared um, will teach you to uh, do some simple coding. He's teaching them by the end of the workshop to uh, create their own video game. Um, it's an incredible, incredible um, class, and it starts today from four to five thirty. So if you're interested in this class, you can um, RSVP to Blanca at teafc.org, and she will try to get you in next week um, and just reach out and inquire. We have many, many classes coming up. This is our first one. And then next Tuesday we're uh, bringing back Art with Aviva, which will be on Tuesdays at 4 o'clock. And Art with Aviva is a small class. It fills up very quickly, so I would RSVP as soon as possible. Um, And then after Aviva, we're going to be starting our very important Sex Ed 101 12 to 17 edition. So this is a class that was born out of the dating spectrum. Um, We had a very successful relationship course that we had started some years back. And we realized that the dating spectrum was a little sophisticated for some of our participants. So we kind of started from square one rather than going straight to, you know, sex and, you know, kind of like not X rated, but R rated. We wanted to have like kind of an introductory class. And this was very successful with our 18 and over crew. And then, um, you know, we had a group of kids, including my Eddie who were on the cusp of puberty and had a lot of questions, had a lot of frustrations about, you know, their changing bodies. And so we started this 12 to 17 class, again, you know, really inspired by Eddie and his friends. And this is our, I think, our third edition, our third session that we've done this. A very successful class, also very small class. So reach out to Blanca at TEAFC.org. And that class starts, I believe, on June 6th. So, yes. uh What and, have I forgotten? <laughs> no, uh, but to these
2: are all of these classes are in person, correct? All oh, of our classes too, right? are in person.
1: Yes, okay. and uh, and and not to say that we're not going to bring back our online platform. I we've had a lot of requests for that. Um, I think our main def, you know, deterrent is just we're such a small staff. Yeah. And we have a lot of big changes coming up in the future that some of them I can't talk about right now. But yep. we, uh, we have a very small group. And so we, we, we're kind of like we're all doing different things at once. And one of our main um, kind of focuses in the last year has been getting our day program up and running and then and then completed. And we just yeah. just finished our first semester of our day program.
2: And I want to know, because I've heard dribs and drabs about that. I heard it was very successful. Yes, How was was it for you, Nava?
1: I am ready for a break. I haven't had a break in about a year. Yeah. And uh, I'm ready for one. But um, there's so much going on right now, and I'm so – I'm such an OCD micromanager that I can't let anyone else be in charge. Yeah. So – I, uh, you know, until I, like the camp, the camp is a perfect example. The camp was, you know, my baby and I, and I got it going. And once I really had wonderful instructors and then, and then wonderful um, co-directors, I was able to kind of let that one go and kind of run itself and, and start something else. Yeah. So we are getting ready to start a new version of the day program. It's called The Academy. And you heard it first on Autism Live. Whoa. Love it. Yes. I have still my old branding, which is TAFC Adult Day Program. But our second semester, which starts September 26th, um, our second semester, we have about twice the amount of participants. It's still a very small setting. It's almost like a small little college. Um, but it's a, more, it's a more sophisticated version of our first day program. We are going to concentrate more on film and editing, script writing, um, really creating film with our incredible media director Alane Garbellini Gazarian. I said it; it's a hard <laughs> mouthful. I've been practicing, but Elena um, has really brought us to another level and has taken media. Places that I always dreamt it would go, and our participants have, in a very short time, created these beautiful movies. And I'm going to get you some of them because I know you want some of them. Yeah, for we want to partner
2: with you on that for stories for the spectrum. Yes, um,
1: and I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna, you and I and Alan a are gonna talk about that because, you know, some of our um, participants worked so hard, and the the um, efforts, what they created in such a short amount of time, are. Mind-blowing to me. Um, And we had two different kind of tracks. We had that kind of uh, creative IT track, which included um, computer and gaming and um, creating websites, um, creating their films. Then the other side of that, we had Aviva and Kathy Kadams. I don't know if you know Kathy Kadams, but... um,
2: Jason's wife?
1: Yes. She... um, has created um, an incredible creative writing course uh, called Saved by the Story. Mm. And she teaches to everyone from neurodivergent individuals to the parents of them to um, um, you know troubled teens in Compton. I mean, she's just the most incredible teacher. And she partnered with the amazing Aviva to create their very own children's books. And some of them created children's books and others created like these manga yeah, manga kind of like uh, graphic artists graphic novels mm-hmm. and they did all this in, in just one semester so you know we had this beautiful last day of day program where they did a creative um, uh, reading of their books and then on uh, another day we did we filmed all the all, we filmed for the parents all the short short movies it was just it was beautiful i mean we were, we were all crying we were just so proud of everyone and and we had um we had some kids that had come in and really had never been able to complete a program um and then these were the kids that we really saw the biggest kind of um progression of of change and and really blossoming so uh, flash forward to next september we're rebranding the adult day program to the Academy, and it's going to be bigger. It's going to be a little more sophisticated. We're bringing in a little more um, of the film kind of component. Um, it's 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 going to be something that nobody has seen before, and God willing will be fully funded with the regional center by
2: then. Because that's a very big deal, and we want to yeah. say that for, um, for you know, Anybody ev- who's trying to do it,
1: What's that? It's everything. I yeah. mean, if you're a special need parent like you and I, if you find a program that's the perfect program for your child, um, unless you can hire the greatest, you know, uh, you know, uh, advocate in the world, um, it's it's usually uh, the cost is the deterrent. And so we have a lot of families, and this year a lot of our families were, uh, you know, had to have scholarships to get to come um and that does not keep us afloat so in order to continue this program we you know had to fundraise our butts off and we had to get funded and so we're working with north valley regional center and they are very very um behind us in getting this program funded because it's really a first of its kind
2: and so then when it is funded, does that mean that people can use their self-determination funds, or can they use other as well? They well, can always use,
1: they can always use their self-determination funds.
2: They can do that now?
1: We can always do that, yes. Okay. And we are HCB compliant. Uh, I said it wrong. Sorry, <laughs> But we Toro. know what you meant.
2: It sounded but like you, are, you, you do we, uh, air conditioning pre-
1: of uh, Compliancy, how about that? <laughs> And um, so we have had uh, participants that use their self-determination budget. Um, But once we have that magic number, then it's a totally different ballgame
2: for parents and for us. And that goes for the academy, but it also goes for the enrichment classes and uh, for all of that. Okay, we left out one of the enrichment classes. We didn't talk about the improv with Max. Well, we didn't we didn't talk
1: about two. One is my incredible friend uh, Shahar and Jake Weiner, who started Zeus oh, Fitness. Yes, The greatest fitness. Don't we love Jake? Ever? No, I mean Jake. To me, he's changed Eddie's life because Eddie is the kind of kid who gained some weight during COVID. He um, he loves to exercise, but he just he doesn't like the monotony of being in a gym. And every one of Jake's coaches makes fitness fun. Yeah. And that's why they are always with us. You know, we'll, we, we are partnered with them. We will st- stay with them. Um, Jake has been coming for years to both the camp and to our enrichments. And Jake's um, enrichments at the center are going to be starting on June 9th, and that's from 430 to 530. Um, and that's for ages 10 and up. And on the flyer, it says 13 and up, and that was a typo, but it's for ages 10 and up. Um, and then Max Schna- Max Schaefer um, is our last class that we're going to talk about, and Max does an improv class that is an all-abilities improv class for 10 and up. And I met Max um, through um, – Aretha Sills who is uh, Viola Spoling's granddaughter Mm. Um, she started um, at Second City they started um, theater games um, and they were very close friends with Ed and when I met Aretha um, the magic really happened when it came to how she teaches improv to special needs people it's a totally different kind of improv than I've ever seen Um, it, and, and I think that even our kids who have the highest support needs really get the most out of this class. I think this is a class that really impresses me time and time again, I'm in my office and I know they're doing improv because it's the loudest laughing and joy filled kind of room. I can hear, you know, across the building um and max is wonderful he teach teach he taught all um during our adult day program he teaches at camp and max's class is starting on this is the this is not the right start date it's because that's the day before the poker trend so it's the first uh thursday in june i don't have the date in front of me because i'm not gonna i don't want to mess it up but again if you're interested in Max's improv class, please, please reach out to Blanca at teafc.org. And that's, that's
2: E-L-A-N-C-A,
1: Blanca, E-L-A-M-C-A, Blanca I think that's
2: at the T-E-A-C, I always mess up the letters. What is it again? I can't. T-E-A-F-C.org.
0: T-E-A-F-C. T-E-A-F-C. It's acronym for the Ed Asner Family
1: Center.
2: Yeah, I always have to think it through. I can't just, I have to think it through. Um, well, it's
1: good pretty there. confusing because we used to be Ed Asner Family Center, Oh, and then we changed to The. Right. So it, there was a time we were EAFC, Do you, and oh, I know Shannon so actually remembers those days. I don't remember
2: anything anymore. Yeah. I, I don't, gotta don't have remember what eat. I had for breakfast. Um, okay, so we've only got a few minutes left, and we haven't talked about Camp Ed. Is Camp oh, Ed gosh. all the way full? Well, Camp Ed is only full the last two
1: weeks. You can okay. still come the first four weeks. And, um, you know, Camp Ed is our wonderful, full, every second of every minute of camp, you are doing something. You have a music therapist who runs it. You have an art teacher, uh, director who creates it. And it is really the, this, again, this camp was born out of our necessity. Eddie went to ESY one year. And I was so horrified by what they offered him. You know, this artistic, musical kid. And it was just, there was nothing for him to do. Right. So we created Camp Ed. It, w- it was named after Eddie, not the Big Eddie. It was named after the Little Eddie. And, um, and you know, it's an expressive arts camp. Um, our beautiful friend Ann kind of was there for the foundation of it and taught us so much about expressive arts and how... Our kids work so well when they have music and art and theater, and, um, and that's what Camp Ed is. It starts on July 10th, which happens to be Milo's birthday. He's very happy about that. Happy birthday, Milo. <laughs> it starts on July 10th, and we go until August 4th this year, and it fills up very quickly, but we still have some spots left in the first two weeks. Uh, it's a four-week camp. We're cutting it a little short this year um four-week camp august uh july 10th to august 4th and please reach out to blanca at teafc.org so we can uh set up an interview to see if camp ed is is a good fit
2: okay are you going to get to take a break in between the poker tournament and uh when camp starts
1: no but (laughs) you'll appreciate this I can start, I have started swimming every day, and sometimes, actually, when I'm a little skitzy, I swim, like, twice a day for, like, two hours at a time, and it's life-saving for me. I it know really, that. I, mean, I have this new thing I got to show you. It's a, it's like a floaty that you put around your waist,
2: uh-huh.
1: and I put my fins on, I have my floaty on, and I have my phone, and I'm literally working as I'm going back and forth in the pool. That's awesome. <laughs> I know, it's uh-huh it's like genius I mean I can literally be in the pool for hours um while you're working but it's it's life-saving for me it's my it's my it's my Prozac
2: yeah yeah I I hear that I we we moved uh like a year and a half before the pandemic to a place that did not have a pool and it was like the silliest mistake I've ever made in my life how um, many times have I told you I that know. my pool is your pool I'm gonna come and swim with you this summer I, I am that. I'm gonna come and do that all right. Well, I love you guys. I love the work that you're doing. Give my love to Matt and and to Aviva oh. and Milo. Thank you for being so willing to jump in last minute and helping us with all these things today. And we're going to okay. we hope that you're going to take it easy. I know this ramp up to the poker tournament is just yeah. super extra fun for you. you <laughs> uh, so. will go to Cabo after. Okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, thank you guys for all thank that you do. You, we'll look forward to seeing you at the poker tournament. And See blah, blah, blah. you there at pokerfored.com. There we go. All right. Uh, take care, you guys. Bye, bye.
0: Thanks. Bye, Shannon.
2: Bye-bye. Uh, so love hearing from them and all the things that they are doing because it's so amazing. And we didn't even talk about – there are other things that they still do at the center. If you have teenagers, one of the things that they do do virtually is the the movie nights, uh, the movie chats on Saturdays. Check out their website to see everything that they do because it's really really, really amazing, and they constantly have new things coming out. So uh, go to their website, the Ed Asner Family Center. There it is, teafc.org on the screen. Make sure that if you're going to the poker tournament, you should get your tickets. Otherwise, you're going to be sad and go, I didn't listen, and I didn't get them. And it really is fun, and I will be there. Um, Okay, and I didn't say, but I always like to say to them, too, they gave my son his first real job. And he continues to do work for them. Um, He's also worked other things as well. But, you know, these people do amazing work. Please support them. If nothing else, if you are watching from far, check out the things on their auction, on their website, because that's how I bought my bed at their auction. They have plush buds on there, and they're amazing. Uh, But they have other stuff as well, and you'll, you'll get this incredible deal. And it's a donation, and there you go. All right. We have to go, um, but we are, I don't even remember what it. So tomorrow is Stories from the Spectrum, and I don't remember what Friday is. But on Monday, oh, I do remember what Friday is. Friday we start the marathon. Uh, we're going to be doing marathons of great shows all weekend long, depending on which days you're watching. We're either doing Stories from the Spectrum or Ask Dr. Doreen because Monday is Memorial Day. So we will not be here on Monday, but we will be back here on Tuesday with Dr. Grant Pichet live in the studio. So that's going to be really wonderful. And then we've got um, some folks on Wednesday. You guys have been asking for parent training. We've got some folks on Wednesday that are breaking new ground on how to give training to parents to be able to best create that educationally enriched environment in their home. So you're going to want to be here next week for that. But if you've missed some of the recent shows, especially from our self-advocates or any of the Ask Dr. Doreens, you're really, really going to want to tune in and the, the things will play over and over on the weekends so that you guys can get caught up. Um, but I will see you guys back here live on Tuesday. Until then, give your kiddos a hug from me.